You're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and I'm so glad you showed up for our relationship chat today, as well as for you and your people. We're all about living intentionally here so you can experience joy and balance in your relationships once again or for the very first time. Be sure you hang with us on our social media platforms, and if you like research like I do, make sure you check out our website at enneagramandmarriage.com for our weekly newsletter, freebies, and so much more, as well as at Instagram and Facebook. We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. Hi, you guys. I'm so glad you could join me for this special episode of the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. As you know, I'm Krista Harden. I love working with you to help you to thrive in your relationships. And I know that forgiveness is a hot topic right after Thanksgiving or whenever you're taking this time to do this episode with me, or you would not have clicked play. You had choices, my friends. So thank you for making the choice to watch or to listen to this podcast, because today we're going to be talking about why forgiveness is a must in your marriage. And I'm so glad and proud of you for taking the courage to explore this topic with me. It is a deep topic, one that really deserves your attention. So this is one of those episodes that I would love for you to really fully focus on. If you're double tasking, try to give this one some time so you can really make it a life-changing experience for yourself. And of course, if it isn't a fit for you, that's okay. We try things and we see what works, but these are the tried and true practices that have worked for me in my life for forgiveness. And it's from my book, The Enneagram and Marriage. And I really have loved walking through conflict styles with you here. And we have had such a great time exploring the instinct patterns. If you are on my subscriber or collective Deeper Dive Wednesday episodes, I am all about that. But today we're talking forgiveness. And before we get into the topic, I just want to welcome you that if you happen to be listening on Cyber Monday, just to the fact that right now my collective is open just for today. I open doors to our membership a few times a year. And right now today it's open again. So make sure you catch up with me if you want to get our monthly trainings and access to these weekly podcasts, these deeper dives on all kinds of coaching training for you so that you can have a true coaching experience every week over the podcast and every month together. So that is in the show notes, and that is our membership group. So I love getting to do this. You can also watch it on video or listen to it, or you can come to our monthly meetings. So we have some handouts for you as well. And I'm so grateful for those who are part of our collective. Thank you for showing up and doing your work out there. It is so cool to hear the different ways you are living life with intention with me. So, and I know the others, I don't get to see you in the collective. I know you're doing that too. So let's do that together and make sure you grab that in the show notes to just join in for added exploration. But for now, looking at why we need forgiveness, I'm not going to go into the depths of the research today because I want this to be an experiential episode, but suffice it to say, there's a lot of research that helps you to see that when you are forgiving toward your spouse, toward your family, toward your friends, um, toward yourself, that you are released from a lot of the high cortisol stress that you're carrying. You're taking your body out of the sympathetic nervous system response of fighting to a place of rest and repair. 
So that's what we're doing today too. What I first want you to do is to acknowledge that there's been an attachment injury. If you or somebody you love in your family is feeling this sense of disruption or resentment or anger of any kind about holidays, about life, about marriage, maybe it's even years and years of buildup. I want you to acknowledge that. And you're allowed to lament that. And it's very good to be able to do that with a safe person or place like a therapist, a coach. You know, we have a lot of those. Um, That's why I'm opening up the collective today. But we also know that we have safe places within your community to do that. And ideally with each other and a marriage, you could take some time for this also so that you could say, I feel really hurt by what you did. But a lot of times people ask me, when they would do this. And I do outline it in depth in my book. I have a whole attachment wound practice because that's so huge in marriage work. But in general, I want to tell you that to, to talk it out with your spouse is a good thing or whoever it is, if they're safe and to just test to see if they're safe. And in that moment, the way you communicate and the way they communicate, it may not be a safe connection. And so you may have to do this work between you and God, or like I said, take it to a helper. But at any rate, take some time to explore. What are your laments? What are your griefs? What are the things that hurt you and wounded you? And to bring this into a forgiveness practice, you need to be in that experience. You can't just, you know, compartmentalize so much that you're not connected with the hurt because there is a hurt, even if it's years of hurt. And even if you have an addiction, sometimes there's years of hurt uh, fueling that addiction. And if you want to know what's behind that addiction, stop the addiction for a day, you'll find out. So once we figure out what that wound is, we can start the forgiveness process. And how I want to start that with you as we experience even a bit of it together today, just to give you a moment of silence to think on what that wound might be. So take a moment to just think about what that wound is in your life. Doesn't have to be all of them, just one. And I want you to take some deep breaths to regulate yourself around this also. And I'm going to have you just breathe in for a count of two and then breathe out for a count of four. And I'm going to do that with you a couple of times. So go ahead and take a nice deep breath in. One, two, and now a nice deep breath out. One, two, three, four. Okay, now let's do that again. Deepest breath of the day. Two in. One, two, and then four out, two, three, four. And now that you've taken some time to actively breathe, keep breathing, but I want you to allow yourself to notice any areas in your body that are tight and tense and allow yourself to lay some gentle pressure or heavy pressure, depending on who you are. Lots of spouses will tell me, oh my gosh, they tried to do a big massage on me with all this deep pressure and it's not what I wanted. So allow yourself to soothe yourself in a way that feels good to you. And just allow yourself to keep breathing as you're also thinking of this injury so that we're doing a little bit of work here around it. We're we're allowing ourselves a bit of pendulation to, to lean into it and then to come away from it, to be able to say, okay, I remember that hurt. 
but I'm going to come back to my body and remember that I'm safe. So that's an important piece. And also make sure that you take some time to release because forgiveness is about locking up and feeling unsafe. Like I have to be guarded or I'm going to be hurt again. So releasing looks like you're addressing the attachment wound with the person who hurt you. And you're now addressing that you are releasing the offense. And that doesn't mean that you're not setting boundaries. That's where a lot of people go wrong with forgiveness work is they think I have to make sure that I just let that other party have everything they want. And that's not the way forgiveness works. Forgiveness is releasing the person from offense and deciding how you'll negotiate the relationship from there is a process that may take time to discover. So I want you to give yourself time. You don't have to do all that within the forgiveness. You're just releasing this tight held grip on holding and stewing over a lot of rage around this. So releasing looks like taking those deep breaths, noticing areas of tension, And next, an open-handed approach. And I'm going to just, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to show you an open-handed approach could be literally open hands to God. (sighs) Taking a deep breath, opening your hands to God and remembering to release this person from final judgment, which is sometimes what we do when we're holding that anger. And I even add to that sometimes in my head, I release that person's name from final judgment. I will set the boundaries I need to, to feel safe in the future as I need to set them. And I also remember a wonderful verse that I find such comfort in, in that Psalm 46, 11, that God is God. It's be still and know I'm God is the verse, but It's such a great reminder for you to stop playing God in this relationship. This person has a different experience of life than you. We all do. We have different coping styles and sometimes they rub up against each other. And for you to self-soothe and release this person from final judgment, if it's your spouse or somebody else, it's very important for you and for them. It's also helpful in this moment, and this is a practice I mentioned in my book that Dr. Kurt Thompson also recommends, is picturing a lovely space. Sometimes it's not quite enough to breathe and to ground yourself and to maybe think on that scripture or even release your hands. Sometimes you need to visualize, especially for those of you who are visuals. So take a moment with me to close your eyes and visualize a beautiful, peaceful, place also. A place where you know you're safe and calm. Picture the colors. Picture the essence of the place, just the feeling you get when you're there. Picture the air quality. I'm sure it's quite good. Picture the temperature. Picture all of the shadows and hues and sunlight and the ways that you are reflecting safety within the walls or even the nature scene around you. Allow yourself this moment to remember that you 
have control over your internal world. So much of what we do and say cannot be controlled. We can't try to control our spouses within that. But you are allowed to be calm and peaceful and to let God be God. And really focusing in on this visual space can be a great help too. So picture that place, take a couple more deep breaths and allow yourself time to think about this person in a more holistic manner. So give yourself a moment to consider the person who offended you in their shadows and in their vices and in the reason that their vice is likely in place. I'm sure you know it, but it's quite another thing to allow this pendulation of yourself to just just experience for a moment, even just limerently, just for one moment, how that might be for them to be in that space where they're so desperate to hurt you. And allow yourself, if there is any space for compassion, to have a bit of compassion especially if it's for your spouse, to try to really allow yourself to think on the good qualities of this person. Maybe you reflect on the fact that this person cares for you each day with finances or with meals or with encouragement. Maybe they are part of your security. Maybe they're part of making sure that you're a goal getter. Maybe they're part of protecting you or just loving and doting on you or helping you to be a better person or listening to you, whatever they're good at, think on that. Think on the benefits of this person in your life and in the world. And I want you to allow yourself the freedom to set any boundaries you need to remind yourself of again. Because sometimes picturing that person can bring up some hard emotions again. And so allowing yourself the space to say, this person is a beloved child of God, but I may need these boundaries is also okay. And very healthy if you do need those boundaries. Sometimes we're too liberal and we don't have boundaries. Sometimes we're too locked up and rigid and our boundaries are so tight that we expect those around us to be perfect. So I'd like you to take another deep breath and release any expectation for perfection for this person, even if this person is you. And I'd like you to remember to let God be God. To remember that you can be still and know that God is God. And there may be tangible steps you want to carry forward where you say, I'm going to write this person a letter of forgiveness, but there might not be. This might be it that we did it here and now, and this podcast is here for you anytime you need in the future. And that's a really beautiful thing because now you're able to make plans for your life and your day. So I'm going to give you a moment to do that too. You've lamented, you've celebrated with gratitude, and now let's make some plans for what you need to do today instead of holding in that kind of resentment. Come back to this as needed and make some plans. What's the good you're going to do today to love somebody now that you're regulated, now that you've had some time for breathing and for self-soothing and for slowing down for just a moment to co-regulate with my voice 
in, in other words, for me to track with you here. And if you need extra support, don't forget right now, we have our monthly group and our extra weekly podcasts that are all coaching based from me to you every Wednesday as well. And that is open today only just because I know that we have to continue focusing here and I don't want to overwhelm anybody, including myself. So come on in or catch me next time around, but I hope you'll join our collective. I hope you'll take this practice with you. And I hope to also see you in next year's course. That's going to be very exciting to walk through the pages of the Enneagram in marriage with you. And I hope you've had a wonderful holiday if you're listening live. I'm back from Detroit and I am so happy to be planted back, but also grateful for just getting that opportunity to visit with my family. So now I'm here with my immediate family and I'm going to keep serving and resting in between. I hope you'll do that with me. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show, as well as EnneagramAndMarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.